You might feel sad right now because you have a friend or a family member who isn't a Catholic, doesn't believe in Jesus. Well, don't give up praying for that person. This is Truth Pop. This is Truth Pop. With Jake and Kathy. I'm Jake. And I'm Kathy. Welcome to another episode of Truth Pop, giving you a Catholic take on faith and culture. We're a young married couple helping you to live out your faith in modern day society. So today we want to talk about the importance of mercy in this time and how powerful it is to pray for loved ones away from the faith. I think it's so important to recognize that Jesus is truly merciful. He leads with his mercy. And a lot of people say that we are now in a time of mercy. And I'm reminded of that fact in the gospel passage of uh, Matthew chapter 9, verse 9 to 13. And actually, uh, this past Thursday was the feast day of St. Matthew. So it was the gospel passage. But this is where Jesus meets Matthew, looks at him and says, come, follow me, and asks him to leave behind his old way of sin. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the customs post. He said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. While he was at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat with Jesus and his disciples. The Pharisees saw this and said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? He heard this and said, Those who are well do not need a physician, but the sick do. Go and learn the meaning of these words. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. It's such a profound gospel passage in Matthew, and it highlights Jesus's mercy. And babe, I I love that verse when Jesus says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I think you could almost replace the word sacrifice with justice, right? Jesus desires to give you his mercy. And I think a lot of people might have left the Catholic faith because they think that it's all about judgment. And I think that's that's not really an accurate view of what Catholicism is all about. Jesus is kind. He is merciful. Yes, he is just. He does have a sense of justice. But, you know, Father Michael Gately says that mercy and justice is two sides of the same coin. In a sense, it's the same thing. Yet we're living in a time now where there's so much sin, there's so much darkness. And yet Jesus says, the greater the sinner, the greater right he has to my mercy. And that's just such a beautiful thing that I just hope that we all take that into account, that all of us are sinners, right? In this gospel passage, Jesus says, I've not come for those who are well, but for those who are sick. And all of us are sick. All of us need that physician. It's only the people who think they're okay. That Jesus says, okay, I'll let you do your thing. And yet Jesus wants to heal that that sin in my life and in your life. And in those people that you might know in your life where it feels like it's just impossible for them to ever find Christ, I think that's where Jesus says, no, I've come for them too. And what if you took on that call to pray for that person, to not give up on them, to realize that Just as Matthew was a tax collector, he was looked at as such a horrible person. And Jesus came for him and he called him out of his sin. So that's why it's so important to pray for those people who are away from the faith. 
And Jesus told St. Faustina that actually, he said the prayer that he'll always answer is the prayer of conversion. That's something that, it may not make sense, right? Because yeah, we all have free will, but it's true that Jesus, even at the moment of that person's death, is calling them back. Yeah, I think sometimes it can be discouraging when we pray day after day for the conversion of loved ones, and yet we don't see a conversion. And like you said, Jake, sometimes it's at the hour of their death, on their deathbed, that they convert. I know St. Monica prayed so much for her husband and her son for their conversion. Her son turned out to be St. Augustine, who is a powerful saint. And I believe her husband converted on his deathbed. So her prayers were answered in a very powerful way. I know Chris Stefanik talks about how he had a relative who was not Catholic and not practicing a faith. She was talking about so many regrets she had. And Chris Stefanik felt the Holy Spirit rise up in him. And he quoted Luke 23 about the good thief. When Jesus said to the good thief, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. And Chris talks about how the next day she was baptized and accepted into the Catholic faith and received all her last rites. And the next day she passed away. And he talked about how, what if he had not mentioned that to her? What would have happened if he didn't have the courage to say that? And it makes me sad because I do see people pass away who are not practicing their faith, who are not Catholic. My mom actually had a neighbor who she asked several times, do you want to receive anointing of the sick? She was dying with cancer and she kept saying, no, later, later, I'll do it, I'll do it. And she never did it. And we pray that Jesus has mercy on her soul. And we pray that that she is able to choose Jesus, even though she didn't get a chance to receive anointing of the sick or the last rites, as they call it. But we know that Jesus's mercy is so strong that he can do anything. And I think it shows the importance of praying the chaplet of divine mercy. And if you have the chance to pray it at the three o'clock hour, that's the hour of Jesus's death. That's such a gift. But anytime, really, you can pray the chaplet and pray for the intention of a loved one who might have passed away. And, you know, we as Catholics believe in purgatory, that it doesn't mean that if someone was a sinner, they're destined to go to hell. And Jesus gives us this gift of purgatory as purification. And that's where we, even if someone has passed away, we can still pray for them. We don't have to give up on them. We don't have to give up hope. So don't give up hope. Keep praying for that loved one. If you have a chance to make a sacrifice throughout your day, say, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give up meat today for that person. That goes a long way. That ripple effect, don't discount that. So now is the time of mercy. Now is the time to help lead people back into the church. You can be a powerful instrument in doing that. God can use you right now if you say yes. And if you're wondering, you know, when should I talk to this loved one? It's hard and I get it because Jake and I both have people in our lives that we pray every day for their conversion. But I want to say first, don't discredit the power of prayer. The power of prayer 
does have the ability to convert people. And just like Jake said, Jesus said that he will grant that prayer, even though it's mysterious how that will happen. But another thing you can do is pray for the grace and the prudence to know when to talk to that person or people. And it may not be at a time you expect. It may be tomorrow. It may be in a few years. It may even be on their deathbed. But God will give you that grace to talk to that person and he will know just when the right time is. So don't give up on his time. This is Truth Pop.